0: Thank you for listening to the Pure Purpose Podcast. I'm Bobby Jones.
1: And I'm Beth Hobbs.
0: The only podcast where you get the tools that you need to become your true authentic self and walk out your destiny. (laughs) Beth, excited to be here with you. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing super fantastic. How are you doing?
0: Um, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm super excited. Again, having fun on this podcast. Great topics great topics. I feel like very relevant topics. Oh, yeah. Very needed topics. I know so so
1: many kids in these situations.
0: So many kids. So last episode, we talked about circle responsibility and a little bit of stress and anxiety. We're going to go a little deeper into the stress and anxiety today. We, We want to go a little deeper. We want to bring you guys through that process. And I think I'm going to share a little bit of my journey with that today. Yeah, I had stress, depression, anxiety for many years. It was so hard and so definitely... Excited to give you some tools today yeah. that you can walk away with. Uh, but I will tell you the basis of what we're going to talk about today is you have to get to the place with what we talked about last episode in your circle of responsibility and understanding what is truly yours and mm-hmm. letting it go. Right. Being able to let it go, right, Beth?
1: If it's not yours, don't hold it.
0: If it's not yours, don't hold it. And yes, it's going to be hard. Okay, It's going to be hard because if that's something you've gotten used to doing, you're going to have to let go. So there's going to have to be a process with that. Yeah, You're going to have to let people into that journey, right? We've talked mm-hmm. about that. I, I call it letting people into the chaos. Mm. It's because our lives are messy. And let me just tell you something, Beth. I don't know about you, but I'm not afraid of the mess mm. when it comes to people that I'm working with, students that I'm working with, anybody. I mean, we walk with adults, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid of the mess. There's, there's mess that's going to come with it because there's things inside that have been sitting there for years yeah. and it's going to be messy. But that's part of the process, right? That's part of the yeah. beautiful process. So I'm not scared of the mess. So some of you have to maybe get to that mindset today where you're like, I'm not actually scared of the mess anymore.
1: Right. There might not be anything wrong with you, so to speak. And there's you may not. feel this tension. You may feel this anxiety about your person, about yeah. the person you want to become, about yeah. how you're going to get there. But yeah. all of that, you don't have to hold that.
0: No, you don't have to hold it at all. So I want to share a little bit of my journey with anxieties. And a lot of you guys know that I'll call, but I don't get into to some of this stuff a lot. And so I want to, I want to share a little bit of, of my journey with that. Okay. So I didn't start off with anxiety mm. and depression. That's not how my life started off. Like even in high school, I look back and I look back. Like sure, looking back, life wasn't sunshine and rainbows completely. Okay. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't it wasn't great. I felt out of place a lot, you know. But we live in uh, Yankton, home, was my hometown. I lived there, and I had some good friends. I felt and. Mm. You know, sports, and we are always traveling, and it, for for sports, and it was fun. Yeah. You know, Yankton has a lot of activities. Shout out Yankton High School, man. Yankton Middle School. Um, but I look back on when things started to go south for me, mm. and it was about the time that I was leaving North Dakota State College of Science. I had got a full ride scholarship to go play football at Michigan State University. I was nineteen years old. Mm. I was getting ready to leave that semester. I barely got out because I almost, I failed a class and then I had to go do some extra work to get back and I ended up going out to East Lansing. But it started, I really noticed when my anxiety started becoming a problem was after my first year at Michigan State. Hmm. But then I look back on it and I look back on what was happening in my life Mm -hmm. at that time. Well, By that point in time, within my first year there, I had probably been arrested two to three times. Wow. I had been arrested for disorderly conduct, Mm -hmm. malicious destruction of property. Um, I'd gotten in trouble with my coaches Mm. a lot, Mm -hmm. did a lot of 5 a.m. workouts. I had to move back to the dorms Mm. because they needed to keep an eye on me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I was doing a lot of things in my personal life. Right. Right. With females that I shouldn't have been doing, just a lot of different things. And on top of that, football wasn't going well. Mm. I wasn't performing to the top of my ability. I had started to build a reputation there, Mm. and I was never a character guy. Mm. I never, I was never back then, never, no, until I got to Michigan State, no one ever questioned my character. (laughs) I was always felt I had high character, but, and then on top of that, I was. Suspended a lot, so I didn't get to play much, and I look at all the turmoil that was surrounding my life mm. and all the things that I was doing right. within my circle of responsibility, Yep. but let me tell you something that's not in your circle of responsibility, and this is where I'm going to bring it all around, is consequences. Mm. You can choose. That's in your circle, but the consequences aren't. Mm. You do not know how those consequences will show up, Yeah. and there's many different forms Yes. In, th- in, in different faces that it has. And so some of the consequences that was coming from them, my life became super, super unmanageable. Mm. And I felt super, super out of control yeah. with what was happening to me. And that's where the anxiety came from.
1: Mm. So what did it feel like and how did you get out of it?
0: Well, it felt... It, uh, anxiety for me was bad. Yeah. I was having panic attacks so bad that I literally thought I was having a heart attack. Serious? Oh, yeah. I went to the hospital numerous amount of times. Wow. Numerous times. There's times where I had to call my mom, crying on the phone. Mm -hmm. She had to calm me down. Mm A lot of different things that it felt like. But the worst was, matter of fact, now that I think about it, I think I even had a panic attack when I left um, North Carolina State College of Science. So it was Mm -hmm. my last year there, I want to say. I... But yeah, it was bad. I thought I was, I, I, ugh, it was just, it was a mess. And right. it felt super terrible. I didn't realize it at the time. And as I kept going deeper, because I didn't, even when I got kicked on the team I was going didn't. I didn't quit my lifestyle. Right. It kept going. Mm. So it just got worse throughout the years. Right. And depression got worse throughout the years. I didn't get out of it until, I think my last panic attack was... In 2014. Wow. That was the last time that I had a panic attack. And I'll never forget it. I was in Bellevue, Nebraska, mm-hmm. going to my job at Boystown in Omaha. And I had to pull over on 680 going north because I was having a panic attack on the mm-hmm. freeway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was, and then about, uh, I think it was about a year later is when I got sober. Mm-hmm. A little over a year later. And then yeah. I started doing the inner healing and that's when I left. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what it felt like. I didn't get out of it till years later. I was 20 28.
1: So you were managing symptoms for a really long time.
0: Managing symptoms.
1: How did you manage your symptoms? Drinking. How how effective was that? Not
0: effective <laughs> at all. I don't even yeah. know if I managed symptoms. Mm. I I think I maintained. Mm. For me, I, I still can feel it a little bit back. I, not that I'm there, right? But I can still feel that overwhelming feeling of my life being so out of control. Yeah, my life was so out of control. I mean, in every area. Yeah, my family wanted not much to do with me. Mm. I, my friends were were tired. Yeah, of the crazy Bobby that would come out when I would drink and yeah. you know all this stuff. And it was just wounds. It was wounds that I never healed from. Mm. And the drinking amplified it. Right. And it comes out as character issues or whatever it may be. But it wasn't that. I was just, I was hurt. Yeah. And no one, I didn't have people around me back then that could tell me that. Yeah. Right. So you get labeled weird things like you're crazy and this (laughs) and that. But it actually wasn't crazy. I just was hurt. Mm. And so, yeah, just the overwhelming feeling of me being super out of control um, is what really heightened them. Yeah. And they would come on out of nowhere. Mm. They were they were terrible. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until later in life when I got healthy. Yeah. I haven't dealt with one. Haven't dealt with depression. Come on. Anxiety and uh definitely the chaotic the chaoticness yeah. that surrounded my life was the reason for the anxiety.
1: So you're telling me that anxiety is typically a symptom, it's not a disease.
0: Yes. I I believe that now I gotta be yeah. careful here. <laughs> okay. We
1: are not certified. I'm not physicians. certified, we but that do doesn't
0: mean that I didn't have experiences. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, let me let me just go on that path again. I'm glad you yeah. said that. Um, I, I don't care if I'm not certified. Yeah, I don't care. I'm qualified to speak on this. Okay. I, and you are too. I know. We've been through experiences. We've had, I've had we, experience. You know, like Experiences are the best teacher. And, and yep. if we go through something, I don't care if I'm not certified, don't have these letters behind my name, that doesn't matter to me. Shout out to everyone that does. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for you.
1: Mad respect. I will read your research.
0: Mad respect. I'll read your research. Whatever we got to do. But that doesn't make me any, any less disqualified. Correct. And so I just want to clarify that real quick. I'm, I'm, going to make it, I'm going to start making that statement very known here going forward. Yes. Because I don't care that I'm not certified. I've had experiences. I've been to the slums. Right. I've been yep. to the gutter. And I came yep. back from it. So I yeah. can, I'm qualified to speak on this. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Um,
1: so as far as it being a symptom. But
0: yes, as far as going back to the symptom, with that being said, I believe that anything that expresses itself outwardly. Is always an outward expression of an inward issue. Yeah, and so that's where I felt, and and clearly, inward was chaotic, right? And I was going through a lot, and a lot of was happening to me, and there was a lot of changes happening, a lot of just, just unmanageability. Yeah, and that's where the anxiety came from and they're drinking enhances it i think
1: right as it does because that's one of the consequences of drinking <laughs> and one choosing to drink yeah. will lead to these kinds of consequences absolutely every time
0: i'm sorry Absol- to say it's the truth it's yeah, the truth and it is. that and depression yeah i believe it's even alcoholism
1: yep oh yeah
0: I, and again i'm not you know again this is this is my opinion on this i dealt with alcoholism for 10 years yeah and i'm no longer an alcoholic i'll be 7 years sober in january super excited about that thank you jesus but what I will say is always an outward expression of an inward issue.
1: So if you are experiencing anxiety or if you feel a yeah. huge amount of stress, yeah. that what you your story tells us that there's two things. One is that you are not taking personal control. You're not demonstrating self-control. You're letting right. outward circumstances dictate your inner life. And yes. you're not taking, honestly, the right word is you're not taking responsibility for yourself, your circle of responsibility. Yeah. You're letting it run amok in yeah. an attempt to deal with the consequences or deal with this internal right. issue that you have. And that's the second thing you've pointed out. Yeah. Is that all stress and anxiety has an inner issue, a root of a sort.
0: Oh absolutely.
1: And if you can cut the root, then you'll remove yes the fruit of yes. the anxiety of the stress of yep. these these panic attacks, all of this sorts of 110%. things. 110%. So, if you were a young person experiencing these things, how could you start or what journey do you expect that they could go on that would lead them out, yeah. that would show them what the root is and how to uproot it?
0: So, that's a, that's a good question. So, so one of the things that I always say when I, when I talk to these kids, right, um, is, is if they have anxiety or whatever, stress, I always ask them, okay, what's going on in your life right now? Yeah. And let me explain by what I mean by that. What's going on in your life? Meaning, what are the things that you're doing? But not only that, who you're around. Yeah. Who you're hanging out with. Yes. Where are the places you're going. Yep. Right? All this stuff plays into it. And so, And what I say is, if you feel stressed out or anxious about something, I would have to say you have to go look at your life. Yes. And you have to go say, like, am I around the right people? Mm -hmm. Am I doing the right things? Right. Am I going to the right places? Mm -hmm. Okay. Am I taking responsibility for myself when it's time to take responsibility for myself? Right. Or am I putting blame on other people for my shortcomings and my downfall? Mm -hmm. And start looking at that stuff. Yeah. And chances are you may have got it at home. Right. Maybe parents don't take responsibility for their circle. Yeah. So therefore, okay. you saw that your whole life mm-hmm. and now you don't Yeah. or whatever it is. And so you have to get to that main place of what is going on in my life right now mm-hmm. and start looking at what you, okay, am, am I actually controlling my own circle? Right. Or am I trying to put my control or the control on other people and say, hey, come live my life for me. Right. And so you have to start getting to those places. Well, go, go, rewind back. I start making better choices at 19 the root looks different. It's true. And so that's what you have to start looking at. I'm going to venture out to say that if you're struggling with a bunch of different stuff, depression, anxiety, all the all the above, addiction, there's an inward issue there. Yeah. And you have to look what's happening in your life. Some of you things will be happening for you and 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 you'll continue to say, "Well, I know that, but" I'm not willing to change it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I have to say then you're not willing to get different results.
1: The consequence of that choice is going to be more of the same.
0: It goes back to, are you willing to live with what comes from it? Like we said in the last episode, Mm -hmm. are you willing to take that responsibility? I'm going to tell you something. I I had a young person come to me recently. Okay. And they're going through a transition with something. Mm. And um, I'm not really gonna go into what it was, but they said as I've continued to transition through this process more, I've gotten more angry. Mm. Can you teach me how to cope with my anger? <laughs> no, I can't. Right. I can't teach you how to cope with your anger. If someone would have came to me years ago and said, Bobby, I'm gonna teach you how to control your drinking. I'd have laughed. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. I gotta take I, No, I gotta take it all away. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't I can't control anything. Right. Cause if you could have you would have. Mm. And so I showed them what the root was. Yeah. And I said, Are you still willing to go through this transition? Yeah. In your process, if this means you're gonna get more angry. They mm-hmm. said, Yeah, I am. I said, Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Then you have to be willing to come <laughs> to to deal with what comes with that. Yeah. And so does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Getting to the, you have to look at what's going on in your life. Who are you hanging around? What are you doing? You know, different things like that. It's, it, right. you can, I did a teaching last week in one of my, in one of my, two of my schools, I think one of my schools, and I taught them how everything is connected Yes, to one root. It's true. When people say, oh, well, there's something wrong with me, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> no, 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 that's, no, there's not anything wrong with you. Yeah. There's one root. And I, and I used rejection mm. as the example. Yeah. I'm actually in the middle of making a little graphic out of it, hopefully. Yeah. But I use rejection, and I and I did some branch off ones, and I just talked about how, well, rejection leads to trust issues. Yeah. And then leads to relationship issues. And then leads to anxiety. Yeah. Depression. Come on. And all this stuff. And I and I connected it for them. Yep. So chances are, if you have a lot of issues going on that you th- think look like issues, there's one root problem. Yeah. There's one root problem in it is what I what I have made a correlation to.
1: Yeah, which is still showing anxiety is a symptom of a deeper issue. Mm-hmm. And if you can take care of the deeper issue, then you find the anxiety starts to dissipate because it has no, I mean, if we're going with the tree analogy, right. it has no water, it has no sunlight, like you've killed the root. Right. So it can't continue to grow. Absolutely. It can't continue to thrive, and it will dissipate. It will decompose off of the tree.
0: It will. It, absolutely. And, and, and at some point it... Let me just tell you something. Like, unhealthy living doesn't go forever. Mm. It runs out. There's an expiration date on it. Yeah. But some it could end up in a lot. Let, let's, I'm going to give him a harsh reality here, Beth.
1: No, that's good.
0: Some it could end up in prison. Yeah. Some it could end up in drugs, mm-hmm. drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alcohol, yeah. whatever you want to say. Some of it could end up in uh, failed relationships. Yep. Some of it could end up in a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of different things where it can end up, but unhealthy living has an expiration date. Yeah. You will not be able to live this way forever.
1: Yes. Because
0: at some point, and like I tell all my kids that I meet with, you're going to come face to face with yourself at some point. Yeah. Whether it's now or when you're 25, 26, 27 years old, Mm -hmm. at some point in time, you have to come face to face with yourself. Right. And you have to look inside and say, okay, is this the direction that I want to travel going forward, Mm -hmm. or do I need to stop in my tracks and relaunch the path?
1: Come on. And you can do that. And you can do it. That is a way out. It's a way out. You can stop. You can take a look at your life. Take stock. Yes. Find that route. Take some time to find it. Get some people in your corner. Yes. Um, Whether they're teachers, youth pastors, parents, friends, uncles, aunts. Get some people in your corner. Start looking for these things, because if you right. are experiencing debilitating symptoms yes. of depression, symptoms of anxiety, symptoms of stress, yeah. there is a root. There's and a you root you can unroot it. You can weed it out. you can kill it.
0: yes. and let me just tell you something. I can't tell you what your root is, right. Each root is different. Correct. So you have to you have to try to find someone that's qualified to help you get to that root. And we can do it. You know, if it's me, if you're a kid listening to one of my schools, come to me. Let's let's sit down. Yeah. And let's talk about it. I'll help you get to the root issue. Right. And so that's what we have to understand today. That stress and anxiety, I'm not saying it's not real. Let me don't hear any of that. Like I want you to hear me say, I know it's real. I had it, y'all. Yep. But I'm also I deal in transformation. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give a I I just I c I don't feel comfortable letting people stay in their stuff. Right. I I just I want to help them come out.
1: And the reality too is it's like we can, anyone can externally behave in a manner, Absolutely. In, in whatever manner you choose. You yeah. can you can force yourself to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and start going to the gym and start Absolutely. eating only clean food. Like you can force yourself Absolutely. to do that. But ultimately, change is not, in, like change does not happen until you have internally changed. Yeah. Until yes. this root Ooh. is dealt with. And so... I mean, I I deal with this as a sub all the time because I could externally force you to behave according to a standard. I could write you MCRs. I could send you to the principal's office. I could call security. But what's that going to do? It's just going to change your external behavior. If I can't get to the root, if I can't help you internally decide... To take responsibility for what's in your circle. If I can't help you internally decide that you're willing to deal with the consequences of your choices, then there's no point in me trying to get you to behave externally.
0: And, And Beth, let me just say that. And even in your circle, that's going after your own healing. Totally. That's that's a part of that. Yeah. And all that will do if, you do if you do that, as far as what you were just talking about, mm-hmm. it's only going to put a band-aid on an infection. Yep. It doesn't actually change anything.
1: Because we can cope with the symptom of anxiety.
0: Absolutely. Easily.
1: And I mean, I'm sure if you deal with anxiety, you've seen all of the Instagram posts that are like, take three deep breaths. Yeah. Eat an ice cube. Right. All of these things. And they work symptomatically. But we're not just interested in dealing with your symptom. We're nope. interested in dealing with the root issue. The and root. that's an internal thing. Absolutely. It will manifest externally. Yes. As you deal with the inside.
0: Yes. And, and that's just it. And, and, and at the end of the day, you take the root out, everything goes. Right. Depression, anxiety, you won't deal with it anymore. Yeah. Well, hold on, Bobby. Though, what about hard times? Yeah, you're gonna have them. I've told you guys many times, life won't stop having its challenges. There's going to be things that will come up that are challenging. Yeah. And these last two years, I have seen more deaths with people I know than I've seen in probably the last fifteen. Right. And I'm like, my goodness. And it's just like, dude, and it's like random. Right. It's not even all COVID. Right. Like car wrecks. I'm like, what the heck, dude? It's crazy. But with that, with, that, with that being said, it doesn't mean that there won't be challenges still. Yeah. But you'll know how to handle them in a healthy way, and you won't let them take root.
1: Right. Because the root that you plant in its place, in place of rejection, yes. is acceptance. Acceptance. And what grows out of mm. acceptance? Oh, man. Okay, come on. Think about that, though. If rejection produces fruit like anxiety, stress, and depression, right. what kind of symptoms is acceptance, is a root of acceptance going to grow inside Man, of you? It's going to grow joy. joy. It's going to grow peace. peace. It's going to grow love, self-control, yep. all sorts of things. And so the reality is- is it's, Community. Yeah.
0: It's going to grow community. It does. A lot of different things.
1: All of the things that you Damn. actually want in your life come oh. from a root- yeah. And so if you can replace a root that is producing bad fruit yeah. with a root that will produce the kind of life you want to live, yeah. this is where you need to get to, young people.
0: That's it. And and that and that's and that's the thing. It's getting to that root. We're gonna always show fruit in our lives, mm-hmm. but do you wanna show good fruit or bad fruit? When you go to the store, you're not gonna pick something that's rotten. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have an apple tree outside of your house, you see the rotten apples, you hit them off with a baseball bat, you throw them in the yard. Like, <laughs> you let the
1: squirrels eat those. <laughs> or whatever, you know,
0: you don't touch those. Yep. But imagine that being your out, your, how you look
1: mm-hmm.
0: on your outside. Yeah. That's what happens when you don't get to the root issue. Yep. And so we have to be able to get to the root of whatever we're dealing with. Yeah. External issues are always an inward issue. Right. There's no... it's. A, Everything externally is always a symptom. Mm-hmm. It's always a symptom of a bigger issue. Right. And when you can understand that, when you can... See, I'm not the type... I'm not going to... I don't want to keep you in it. Right. I'm going to take you out. Yeah. Because when you, when you get taken out of something, then that's when you walk in your greatness. Yes. When you get taken out of the, the mess that was your life... Now, I'm, I'm going to preach a little bit, Beth. Preach. When you get taken out of the mess that was your life... And you, you flip that around, that's when destiny comes. Come on. That's when greatness comes, right? And that's when, from that point forward, it doesn't even stay in your own little town. Right. It spreads. And you start traveling, and people start calling you, and they say, hey, come come speak to our school, or come do this, or whatever it is may be. And now, all of a sudden, what happens is you start leading a movement. Right. And you become a leader, Yes. And leaders have eyes for others, not just themselves. And, then, and so you start looking at the bigger picture. And what happens is, is people say they look at that, they see authentic coming out, and they say, man, I want that. And that's someone with following. How do I go get it? Yes. That's what we want for you here. We want you to run with that because when you do that, you will tap into something way bigger inside of you that you never knew you were capable of, and you will go and change the world.
1: And that's some—that's a seed of a root that God has planted inside of every single Absolutely. person. And that's the root that he wants to water, that he wants to grow, that he wants to bring out that gold, that greatness, right. that seed, that plant.
0: Beth, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something real quick. Say it. We've talked about this and I've decided, um, and then we'll start wrapping up this episode, but I, we, I've decided, we've decided, whatever you want to say. I know for me, and I, I'm sure Beth can say the same, I can speak for her, that we couldn't be who we say we are without Telling you where this source of ours comes from, right? And so, at the end of this season, um, and I'm just going to share it now. Beth is no longer going to be with me after season one, and that's okay. Um, she God's called her to do some things too, and different things like that. And so, um, first season she's with me, but then she may. But I'm sure she'll make a guest appearance here or there in the future. So, but before before she parts out, we are going to share. Uh, Jesus with you we, we are going I'm just going to give you The warning now I mean, Not even a warning It's the good news But I'm just going to give you A heads up Is probably the better way um, Is put it But we are going We couldn't be Who we say we are If we didn't actually Share where our sources.
1: And it's really easy for us to say, hey, find the root and find yeah. all of these things, but how we did it
0: was Jesus. How we did it was Jesus. And There's,
1: so it's like, it, it, it would be disingenuous of us to it be, be like, deceiving. you can do this, yeah, but you can't.
0: It'd be deceiving. It, so. it, it wouldn't be telling you the full truth. And so we are going to bring you four episodes, I believe, um, on our faith, and we're going to share some of our testimonies, and we're going to share what Jesus did in our lives, and you uh, you're going to see that it's capable and it's possible for you too. Yeah. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Be well. Be well. Again, we love being here with you. We love you listening and tuning in. We want to hear from you. So we have an email, purposepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to know where you're listening from. And just if you have any questions, we may even turn them into episode content. We just love you. We're with you. We want you to know that there's so much gold inside of you, there's so much greatness inside of you, and it's all going to come out. And we're here for you. That's all I got for you. See you next time.
1: Peace be with you.